Hi, you're listening to the Hope Church Sermon Podcast. At Hope, our mission is to help people know God, find freedom, discover their purpose, and make a difference. Now, join us as we listen in on a sermon from last Sunday. It is our hope that you feel God's love stronger today than ever before. So I thought today, our Bible story, I had to call some of my boys. I called them up. I I said, I need the biggest guys. Not very graceful, but works. Give them a round of applause for these guys. I am a visual guy, so today I thought the best visual for this passage is to see four guys carrying a little short person on their shoulders for entertainment, just so you can get the going to dive into today. I love community. We're going to dive right into it because I'm excited because this is my favorite topic ever is community. And so if I was Pastor Wes, I'm not as cool as Pastor Wes, so I didn't want to do the whole sign thing. But if I had the sign, I would ha- it would have community on it. And I would say something like, have you guys seen the Instagram page? And all of you guys would be like, yeah, we've seen it. And then he would say like, it says community. Isn't that funny? And then everyone would laugh and then we would go right into the message. And so that's how it's going to go. Community today is my favorite topic ever. But here's a problem with community. This is our problem. We sometimes let our trials affect our community when we should let our community affect our trials. So we're going to dive into that some of that in some of that today. If that's on the screen, read that and try to understand that. We let our trials affect our community when we should let our community affect our trials. The problem with this is when our life gets hard, when we get frustrated, when we're having a hard time, when we're going through that divorce or that breakup or that rough family situation or that drama problem, we think, nah, I can't do community today. They can't handle what I'm going through today. Uh Uh-uh. I don't want to see people today. I don't want to look them in the face today. I am not doing this community thing today. My trial, my problem, my frustration is just too rough for me today. But what I'm telling you, biblical community says, instead of letting your trials affect your community, let your community come in and say, hey, I'm going to be that shield for you when you're going through that trial. I'm ready to destroy that trial today for you. I'm ready to kick down the door of that person's house. I'm ready to punch someone in the face for you. I'm living for community, and I'm ready to do it with you. That's what biblical community is today. And so I'm tired of us having trials and letting that weigh us down because the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but God comes to give everlasting life, and he is using community to do that for you. And so today we're going to talk about how we can use our community to kill some trials. We're going to dive right into Mark chapter 2. The kids are in service. We got all the Hope kids with us today. Can you give them a round of applause? So we're going to be short today, amen, so everyone's going to get out of here, get a good lunch, breakfast, whatever you're, whatever you're thankful for. Krispy Kreme, we got Krispy Kreme. Can we give it up for our pastors today too? Let's honor them today. Actually, let's stand on our feet for our pastors this morning. Let's give them a round of applause. We're so thankful for them. They let someone like me come up to the stage today. What in the world, right? They're good pastors, amen. Hey, we're going to dive right into Mark chapter 2, verse 1 says this. When Jesus returned to Winter Garden several days later, the news spread quickly that he was back home. 
Jesus is walking around, he's teaching. I can't imagine what that's like. I know that he probably has a huge crowd, and I know that there's probably people just begging to be healed. There's people begging to hear what he has to say. We, we had a revival night last night, and people were on their hands and knees praying, and I'm sure there are people at Jesus' feet just all around. Anyone ever, anyone ever heard of Justin Bieber in here? Girls in the house, anyone love JB? We've moved on. I'm sure there's more popular people. But I'm imagining it's California, Star Walk, JB's walking out, you know, like, baby. And then and, and all these people are like, hey, it's JB. You know, like, it's JB. We want to hear what he has to say. We want to hear what he, we want to get a picture with him. I'm sure these people are just like that because it's Jesus. They know what he was doing. They thought what he was doing was amazing. Soon, The house where he was staying was so packed with visitors that there was no more room even outside the door. There's no more room. It was packed. While he was preaching God's word to them, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, so they dug a hole through the roof above the head, above their head, and then they lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus. We're going to pause there and spend some time here. These guys said, hey, listen, this guy's paralyzed. We know that he needs some healing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get my four homies together. I'm going to have them walk me down the aisle. I'm going to have them drop me through the ceiling. I want you to picture this. That right there was graceful, but these guys didn't have to climb a roof to put me in, right? They didn't have to get on the roof, dig and, and, and tear and, and, and get frustrated and use their bare hands to rip the slabs off. Like, they didn't have to do any of that. But these men grabbed the, that guy and they said, I'm doing anything that I possibly can to get this guy to Jesus. So I'm going to get on this roof and I'm going to dig. I'm going to break open this roof. So they did that. And they lowered the man in. Today, my first point is this. Community does not mean you are a sissy. Community doesn't mean you're a sissy. Guys, I'm speaking to you in the room right here. Brotherhood, amen. Brotherhood, roo, roo. I'm talking to you guys in the room. I'm trying to tell you this right now. You are not a sissy for needing community. You are not weak. You are not, you're not, you are not a, a sissy. You are not, you're, you're not failing your father. You're not, you're not failing anybody by saying, hey, I need help. I need community. You know why? Because I bet these guys were not, uh, these guys were not pansies. No way. Are you kidding me? These guys had to lift someone up on their shoulders, get on top of a roof and lower these guys down. The back muscle, the, the, the strength, the, the, the courage, everything they had made it opposite. They're not, they, they weren't sissies. And so today I'm trying to tell you this. If you're in a season where you're like, man, I can't do community because my pride is in the way. Let me tell you, you are not weak for needing community because everyone needs community. Because when the trials come, the community has to come to back it up. You're not weak. Women in the room, you're not weak either. If you're going through a time where you're like, man, community is just not for me. Let me tell you, community is for you. Community is not the definition of sissy. But tonight, as we're, or today, as we're talking about community, I want to also challenge you with this. What would you do for your community here at Hope Church? If we're going to call ourselves a community, 
If we're going to say, man, Hope Church is a community of believers and we're ready to rock and roll, we're ready to go out and, and shake this world and, and grow the kingdom and we're ready to do some things and, and I love you, brother, you're awesome, I see you on Sunday morning, I shake your hand, I, I give you a coffee. If we're going to call each other community brothers and sisters and hang out, what are you doing for your community? See, these guys, they, they, they did whatever it took. They did everything short of sin to bring this man to Jesus, one of our cultures. And so today I'm asking you, do you pray for your community? Do you reach out to the people in the church and say, hey, I know that you're struggling with this. Or, hey, is there anything that you're struggling with? Or, hey, can I pray for you? Can I be with you? Can I sit by your side? Can I cry with you? Can I read God's word with you? Can I do anything? Can I just hang out with you and sit in front of you? The best counseling sometimes is just to shut up and listen to them. And so I'm asking you today, are you like these four guys? Would you do anything for someone in here to get them closer to Jesus? See, I want to be like these guys. I want my community to be so strong that everyone in the church knows, man, if Ryan's coming around, I know he's going to push me towards Jesus. I want community to be so, so strong for you that there's no doubt in your life right now that you know, man, when, when, when everything goes south, when everything goes bad, that I know that I can come here for community. Can I tell you what? Your pastors want good community for you. Wes and Diana want to see you. Pastor Wes, and, that was disrespectful, I'm sorry. Pastor Wes and Pastor Diana, they want to see you closer to Jesus. And I know for a fact they're going to do anything to push you closer because they believe in community. They do it for me. They don't let me slip too far backwards. When I start slipping up, they say, Ryan, I love you. I know you're going to be mad at me, but this isn't going to work. I'm going to have to push you closer. And they're willing to do the same thing for you. So we need it back. If we're going to grow this church and we're going to affect the kingdom and we're going to go places with Hope Church and God and, and you want God to be pleased with you, we have to come together as a community like these four guys and say, I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to drop you through that roof. And I'm going to place you right in front of Jesus no matter what it takes. And the, the Holy Spirit's speaking and, 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 he, and he's telling me right now that there's someone right now that they're a little frustrated or it might be hard because, man, this season right now, the community pushing them, it's not, it's not pretty. Oh, man. It's not pretty. Sometimes the storm, one of my favorite pastors posts on uh, Instagram yesterday, and he was talking about that God sometimes to get our attention and to, and to narrow our path so that we don't have a rough ending is to bring us a storm. That sucks to hear. Man, we're used to Disney World. We're used to SeaWorld. Even though SeaWorld's not that great, I went. I, we're used to, we're, I'm sorry. We're used to, ooh, we're used to magic here. But I'm telling you today that sometimes community, when you're in it with your believers and they're pushing you, it might not look pretty. You might not love what's going on, but sometimes we got to go through the storm to see the ending. That's the Holy Spirit. That wasn't even the, in this message. I'm going to continue on here. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, My child, your sins are forgiven. But some of the teachers in religious law who were sitting there thought to themselves, What is this man saying? This is blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew immediately what they were thinking, and so he asked them, why do you question this in your hearts? Jesus looks at the men and he says, hey, 
I'm proud of you for what you're doing. This man right here, he's, this man right here, your sins are forgiven. And you would think that people would be like, oh, yeah, Jesus, he's doing it again. Like, let's go. There's healing. But you know what these people are? They're a lot like us. They're like, are you kidding me? Did you hear what he said? This man needs healing. He can't walk. And this guy just said, your sins are forgiven. What a jerk. I don't understand what this guy's doing. What? What's the purpose behind this? And Jesus knows everything that they're thinking. So Jesus is like, hey, hypocrites, before you start speaking again, let me tell you something. This man needs spiritual healing. This man needs spiritual healing. Why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or stand up, pick up your mat, and walk? So I'll prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. He says this, stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. Jesus says, hey, is it, is it okay, are, you're, you're, you're mad at me? You, 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 want, you want me to prove to you that I am the Son of God and that I have the authority, and then soon I'm going to give to you by dying on the cross? That's later in the message that you're going to get the same authority that he has because we have the authority, and it's about to be amazing. But you're going to question me? Let me show you. Is it easier for me to say, hey, your sins are forgiven? Here, I'm going to do both for you. I'm going to forgive his sins, and then I'm going to say, hey, pick up your mat, and I'm going to have him walk away. Because guess what community does? This is my last point. We're getting out of here early. I, I'm, we're, go, we're flying because this is, this is the main point. Community pushes people towards healing. Community pushes people towards the healer. The main point of every text in the Bible, I learned this in Bible college, Bible scholars out there, this is a free college course. You're saving yourself a grand a class. Here it is. The main passage, the main point about every story is Jesus. He's the main topic. He's the coolest thing about every single story. And guess what community is? We can act like we want to be like those four guys. I want you to be like those four guys. I want you to stand up. I want you to push people towards Christ. I want you to be strong. But I also want you to be like Jesus. And I want you to push people towards Jesus. And when we use community, we're pushing people towards Jesus. And he is ready to heal. The thing about Jesus, oh man, this is cool about Jesus. Jesus didn't, he knew, he knew that this man just didn't need his legs to be fixed. He's like, guys, I know more than this. His soul needs to be fixed. Man, I got more healing than what you can ever imagine. Can you let go and just let me do my thing? Because I want to heal. Jesus is the main part of every story. And this is the part here. If we're gonna if we're gonna push people to healing, we gotta be close to God ourselves. And if you want to be close to God, or you already are close to God, then tonight is there or today? I keep saying tonight is today. Is there something that you need to be healed with? Is there something that needs to be taken off your heart? Is there something that you need to get rid of with God and just kind of forget about it and ask for forgiveness and move on? Because let me tell you this, Jesus. Later in the, in the stories, uh, further on, if you've never write, read the Bible before, that's okay. This is how it ends. Jesus walks his own cross over his shoulder, up a mountain, to place it into the ground, to be hung on that cross, just like this, beaten so hard that when, he ha when he's trying to take a breath, he has to lift his own self up to breathe and drop himself back down, and he can't breathe anymore. 
lift himself up. To be soon then stabbed, spit on, yelled at, beaten, mocked, tortured. And the reason why is because he wanted to save you from every past, future, present sin that you are struggling with right now. He did that. Romans 10, 9 says, this is my favorite passage ever. I, I tell it to our students. If you're a student in here, you're like, oh, this guy always talks about this. It says this, if you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, I'm going to read it right here. Thank you, Gabe. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Jesus is the main part of the story. He wants to heal you today. Whatever you are going through, it is not too bad for Jesus. It is not too rough to get out of. It is not too hard for the creator. We got to push people towards Jesus. We got to push people towards Jesus. As the band comes up and we kind of reflect on this moment, I want to ask you this question. If we're going to believe in community here, true, true biblical community, we're going to do everything that we can to push people towards Jesus, and we have this understanding of what Jesus did for us, then I want to ask you this question. Have you truly met the Creator? Whoa. Have you truly met the Creator? Because before we go push other people to Christ, we have to first push ourselves towards Christ. We have to first be close to him. And so today I'm, I'm challenging you with this. Not, all, not everyone in this room is going to get saved. A lot of you guys already know Jesus. We, 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 Pastor West does a fantastic job of preaching the gospel every single Sunday and asking you if you need to start a relationship with Jesus. Then go raise your hand. And, and, and so many people do that to where, honestly, not a lot of people do it anymore. And it's amazing because that means a lot of people are saved. And so not all of you guys are going to walk out of this room and say, oh, man, it's my first time trusting in Jesus. But a lot of you in this room right now have something in your mind that's really eating you alive. It's keeping you up at night. It's wrecking your soul. It's wrecking your mind. You can't eat because you just can't, you don't have, you don't have the stomach for it. And tonight I'm challenging you, can we release that tonight? Can we accept the healing tonight, today? Lord, have mercy. Can we accept this tonight, today? Gosh, bow your heads and close your eyes. <laughs> I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to come in the room. He's already here. Actually, I'm going to ask you to open up your heart to the Holy Spirit today. You know, Jesus did this for us, and the Holy Spirit is alive, working, and active, waiting for you to say, hey, I'm choosing you today, and I'm going to challenge you today. The Holy Spirit, he's already present. He's already in the room. Forget the lights. Forget the fog. Forget the music. I don't, I don't care. Just close it all out. And let the Holy Spirit take over whatever's going on in your mind today. Whatever's going in your heart today, I want you to say this. Holy Spirit, will you forgive me, please? Will you come in and release this trial? 
Will you come in and fill my mind so that whenever I think about that thing, all I think about is the cross. Whenever I go through this trial with my spouse or whenever I see that person that has hurt me, broken me, destroyed me, I'm going to not think about them. I'm going to think about the cross. Jesus, will you please heal someone today, God? We need you, God. God, will you please enter someone's life today? Some of you guys are like, man, I need community, but more, I need Jesus. I need Jesus bad. I've never asked Jesus to come into my life. I've never said, God, will you forgive me of my sins? Will you be the author of my life? Will you be the creator of me from the now on? Will you just work in me? And today I'm going to ask you this. If you're ready to start a relationship with Jesus because you haven't and you're ready to go out and just kill this community thing, I'm going to ask you to say this. Jesus, I need you. I need you today, God. I pray for forgiveness. I ask that you enter my life, you fulfill me, and you be the author of my life today, God. If you said that prayer, will you raise your hand? Just if you said that prayer today, will you raise your hand? I see you. I see you. Amen. Someone put your hands together for people who started a relationship with Christ today because of community, because of God's power. There are people in the room today, man, come on. There are people in the room today who decided to trust Jesus forever. And guess what? As community, we're going to uplift those people. We're going to say, guess what? I'm behind you. I support you. When you go through that trial and you're broken and hurting, I'm here to, I'm here to be with you. I'm here to kill it with you. Stand to your feet today. Let's worship Jesus Christ. Let's welcome the Holy Spirit into the room. And let's praise him. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to know more about Hope Church, please feel free to visit us at hopewintergarden.com or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Hope Winter Garden. We hope you have a blessed day.